Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello there, everyone, and I'm Patricia Raskin, the host of the wonderful program, I hope, called uh, Positive Living and actually the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. Today's going to be different. You know, I have spent four decades and 5,000 guests interviewing amazing people. And uh, unbeknownst to me, my guest for today could not be with us at the last minute. And I thought, you know what? This is a great opportunity for me to host the show and present some material that I present as I do uh, corporate webinars and webinars all over the country particularly now with COVID. And so it was last minute, and I thought this is a great chance for me to talk to the audience and share some comments and some facts about how can we be resilient and really cope with these uncertain times. And I brought on with me, who was wonderful and had the opportunity to do this, and I've had her on the show before, Susan DiLorenzo. She's a life coach, and she's the author of an upcoming book about pulling the gems from adversity, and she'll tell you more. And really today what we're going to discuss is how do we handle all this? You know, where are we? How do we handle it? What are things we can do? And so I'm actually excited to have this opportunity to share some of this material with you, my listeners. And I want to welcome Susan. Welcome, Susan. Oh, thank you, Patricia. I love what you're doing with the, the program today. And it's very much, don't you notice this, Patricia? It's very much, you know, life threw you something today. And what are you doing with it? You're making it an opportunity. So I just want to give you a pat on the back for that. And I'm really happy to be here with you. Well, thank you. Well, you you know, you learn that over the years. And sometimes you don't have a lot of time to think, but... I present a lot of material, and many times I'm presenting other people's material on my show, which is the way that I've done it for a long time, and I love that because I'm sharing with the listeners their books and their thoughts and their ideas, which, you know, I certainly love interviewing them and I have some knowledge about, but today I thought what a great day to talk about this because we are living in such uncertain times. So, Susan, um, tell us a little bit about your book, because it really kind of ties into what we're going to talk about today, and then we'll get right into it. Sounds terrific, yes. So, my book is called Pulling the Gems from Adversity. I'm just at the end of the manuscript, so yay for that. And I'm really pleased with the setup of the book, because it takes the reader from being in the middle of life-altering adversity, which we can, uh, many of us relate to these days, to um, moving through it, coming up with what we're going to learn from it, creating life anew. Not everything can come with us as we move through to a new level of our lives. And then finally, really advancing boldly, going for your dreams once you've managed and learned and grown. It's not like we flip a switch. There's a process to this, and that's what I love to walk the reader through. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's so important, and I think... You know, I know you've been through adversity, I've been through adversity, and that's what, uh, that's what gives us the material, right? Because really we, wouldn't, we wouldn't have the resilience. You know, if we lived in a little glass castle, right, uh, uh, and protected, <laughs> yeah. then when adversity comes, it's much harder because you don't have the skills. Yeah, and it's not realistic. It's not realistic to think that, you know, I, I used to say, we didn't come here to sit on the couch and watch TV, that life is going to happen to us. 
and we can't even, uh, you know, even if you think you're playing it safe, it, life has a way of giving us what we need to grow, and often it comes in the form of adversity. Yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking of that, I, I do want to bring up a few things here because I think that this is important. Mm-hmm. Let's first talk about what we're going through. Now, we are going through absolutely unprecedented times. We've never had anything like this before. I think we can all and, agree on that, yes. <laughs> right, right. But it's not just COVID, Susan. That's what's so interesting. There's actually five things at play here. COVID certainly is, is the big one, and that, that started a few months ago. We were totally blindsided. We had no warning. And then, but from COVID came the economy, and we've had crisis with the economy and with jobs. So that's another one. Right? A third one then are, is, is race. We've had a lot of racial unrest, which you've had before, but that's a big one. And another big one, of course, is politics in the election with a lot of unknowns, right? And, and yes. so, you know, the, and the fifth one is climate change. Look what's happening right now with the fires in California. So it's, it's and, and what's interesting about this is that it is a loss because it's not, it's not going to be the way it was before. We are going to have mm-hmm. to adjust to a new normal, right? That's and right. this is something That's that right. we didn't, you know, that we, um, and I think we often don't think of it as a loss, because when you have a loss, you have grief. Now, if you think about the three things that love, I, I say there are three major pieces to loss. The three big events or triggers of loss are one, your health, right? A finances yeah. and relationship. Now put COVID on top of that. All of those can be affected, Susan. All of those in a big way. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and hmm. go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, you may, you, what you, um, you made a perfect point, and some of this seems like a fallout from COVID. Others have just been waiting to bubble up. They've always been under the surface, and I think that's what an adversity is like, too. Everything's kind of bubbling underneath there until it's raised up into the surface like it is right now for us to address. And, uh, and so, yeah, perfect time to be talking about this. Yeah, and, and, you know, when I think about it, this whole new normal, I mean, I think about my sort of um, analogy would be 9-11. Now, before mm-hmm. 9-11, which was almost 20 years ago now, so before 9-11, flying was wonderful. I mean, it was like the most exciting thing. I couldn't wait to fly. Mm-hmm. Then 9-11 happened, and the rules became so strict, and you had to take up practically everything at the airport, right? The rules yeah. became so strict, and they've relaxed since then in all these years, but they're still not the way they were, Susan, before 9-11. Right. Right. And I think we have to yeah. look at that. I mean, we may never automatically shake hands again. We may no, never automatically hug our friends. And that's a new normal. Oh, I know. I hope. And that's, boy, the Italian in me can't imagine not hugging people again. That would just be really awful. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, we're going to have to feel our way there, just like um, flying. Just like the idea of flying, we're going to find what we can keep and what just doesn't make sense to keep. Yeah, I think it's true. But I think the other thing is that I like to talk about is that our brains are wired like the reptilian brain, so fight or flight. But we can't Mm -hmm. do that. We can't fight or flight. So what happens is all of the stuff gets stuck in our bodies or it gets stuck in our minds and we become numb and we become stressed and we become panicked. And so, you know, what we need to do is we need to understand and create structures 
so that we have information. So one of the main things we need to do is communicate effectively and to listen, right? Really mm-hmm. listen with empathy to people. So, for example, not just listen and go yada, 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 but really mm-hmm. listen to how you're feeling and thinking, particularly if you don't agree with me. That's the harder one. It's harder yeah. to be have empathy, right? When you don't like that person yeah. and you don't like what they say. Yeah. A little hack I use on myself when I don't agree with someone is I remind myself that just about everyone wants good for our world. We just have a different way of believing what that looks like. Well, I would say that's probably fairly accurate. No, not, not everyone. everyone. But not, not everyone. everyone. But I think when you like, I think about people in my family. We're not all of the same political view or the same this. I know them well. I know they want good for their children. They want good for their world. They may we may have different ideas about what who's going to deliver it and what what that looks like. But I I think um, we can all agree um, when we know someone well enough to know that they're loving and caring. Um, but right. may not line up with all our beliefs in the same way. All right. And I, I do think that that empathy is going to make a difference. But another thing that will make a big difference for us, and talking and listening and communicating, another thing is routines and schedules. Because the gap for us is what we can and we can't control. We can't control what's going on in the outside, but we can control what's happening in our lives. So whatever yeah. we can do, to have routines and boundaries and structures to keep things simple is going to help us to cope, right? And to yeah. see things through a positive lens. So definitely, and self-care. Self-care is critical. Oh, yeah. Because it's exercise, it's diet, it's, uh, it's relaxation skills, it's visualization skills, it's positive thinking, it's laughing, it's being out yeah. in nature, it's running, it's all those things that are going to make a difference because when you're stressed and you're in a negative space, how can you even think of positive things? How can you even be proactive? That's right. Putting yourself in the space is critical to that, yeah. So definitely it's the routines and boundaries, self-care, right? making sure you communicate really well, mm. limiting the news is the fourth one. Um, news is important and I watch the news but you don't want to watch it every five minutes because it repeats and then you think then it gets so embedded in your brain that you start losing hope and you can get discouraged because things are changing so much so I think that's important Mm -hmm. and the fifth one is accepting this is a new normal and creating how can you make this new normal better and I think that those are the things that really make a difference very good. Yeah, I, I would have even rephrased accepting as not resisting, almost allowing what is while you form your own um, microcosm of peace <laughs> so that you're keeping yourself well and among the things that you can't control. Yeah, I think that's very true. And it's the self-talk as well. And when we come back after the break, we're going to talk more about how can you communicate more effectively? How do you find the things that work for you? How do you um, really do self-care? And what are some of the techniques? And Susan will share some of hers as well, too. Um, it's wonderful to be with you and have all my, all the audience all to myself and also yeah. share you with my dear friend and colleague, Susan DiLorenzo, who's a life coach and the author of an upcoming book. And again, what did you say the title was, Susan? Oh, yes. It's called Pulling the Gems from Adversity. 
There we are. And I think what I would do is when we come back, I'm going to ask Susan, how would she pull the gems from the adversity we're going through with COVID-19? Sneak preview. All right, folks, you're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice, and we'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com A brave heart is anyone with the courage to be of service to others. If you have that courage, then Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold is for you. Even if you aren't yet, you'll want to still tune in to get inspired, create your own story to share, and change your life for the better. Listen to the stories of service and courage shared by amazing guests and your input too. Listen for Brave Hearts Radio, Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember, doing good anywhere does good everywhere. The special needs community is made up of many individuals, from children with Down syndrome to autism and ADHD issues to those who may have suffered a brain injury. On More Than Special, host Jermaine Suford and her guests explore topics that are of interest to special needs children and adults. Our program is a forum for parents, caregivers, and experts to come together to discuss relevant topics. Listen every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Well, hello, everyone, and I'm so excited to be with you and have the audience for me today, not really. I mean, what I mean is that I have an opportunity to share some feelings and views about a very important topic with the audience. And so that's wonderful. I usually bring guests on, and I do have a guest on today. But we're talking today about how to cope with uncertainty during COVID. How do you deal with it? How do you deal? How can you be more resilient? How can you handle it? It's been hard for all of us. So that's our topic for today. And I'm, I'm, um, I'm going to be um, facilitating this and sharing my thoughts. And I have with me a colleague and a friend on the phone. Her name is Susan DiLorenzo, and she is a life coach. And she's written a new book, or she's almost done writing a new book called Pulling the Gems from Adversity. So welcome back, Susan. Thank you, Patricia. Thank you. Yeah, hot topic, right? (laughs) All right. So now I'm going to have you take the title of your book and apply it to what Mm -hmm. we're going through. How do you pull the gems from adversity from COVID-19? 
Great question, and I will do my very best to apply what I know um, from my personal adversities, which were breast cancer, and my marriage fell apart right afterwards. So really the landscape of my life was unrecognizable to me, and I think that's a lot of what happens on a global level right now is, you know, we're not uh, going into the office every day. Our children are going to school in a different way. There's so many things that are unrecognizable to us in this form right now. And I think there's a level of what I call allowing going on where we're not resisting because when we're resisting, we're holding on to what was. It doesn't mean uh, that we're going to have all the answers going forward, but we're putting ourselves in a state of allowing so that as things change, we can find the opportunity in these changes. Is there a better way to educate our children? Is there a better way to work these days? I think we're reinventing the world right now. It doesn't feel fun right now. My life sure didn't feel fun at the time of cancer and divorce. But I, I had a phrase I used, and I probably used this on our last show together, that I thought the universe was kicking my butt, but it was actually cleaning my house. Mm. And if we can take an attitude of these platforms are being cleared for us right now, and we don't know what it looks like, but in terms of mass consciousness, I know I'm getting a little woo-woo here, but in terms of what we can contribute with who we are, on a global level, it kind of goes back to that phrase about thinking globally and acting locally, right? We have a vision for our life, and what we input is either going to be a global fear or global, I'm going to say, can-do-ifness, or (laughs) however we can say that, the global can-do. And um, it it doesn't mean that there aren't bumpy, rocky things that need to be fixed, but... When we have that attitude and when you think about how our country here in the United States was founded, it was a rocking mess. <laughs> right, right. Let me, and, let me piggyback. So, yeah, let me piggyback on what you yeah, just said because I love it. Yeah. You were talking about global versus local. And mm-hmm. this, is, this is really such a perfect example of what's happening is outside our control. If we look at the pandemic, we look at politics, we look at race, okay, I mean, and we look at the economy. And, um, and we look at climate. Those are the five things that are really out of our control. However, what can we do? Well, mm-hmm. we can be conscious consumers in terms of climate and filling the landfills. We can certainly wear our masks and socially distance. So when we think that it's out of our control, it is on the big way, in, in the global sense, but it isn't because if each of us do our part, it does affect right. the masses. And an example right. of that would be New York. Remember when New York was going through the pandemic and the governor really clamped down and he said, okay, we're putting in restrictions here and we're putting in social distancing and quarantines. They have very little, uh, you know, they have very little um, recurrence of the virus because of that. But everyone did their part. If everyone mm-hmm. said, oh, ha ha, forget it, it wouldn't have happened. So we do make a difference, even though we think we may not. We do make a difference, and just our thinking makes a difference. Just our right. the, the mass consciousness, if, if all of us think of the same thing at the same time, it makes a difference. The power of the thought mm-hmm. is very important. It transmits energy. That's absolutely. You know what it makes me think of is that wonderful phrase by Gandhi, be the peace you want to see in the world. Yeah. Whatever it is, it starts with us. 
Well, you know, the peace, the brotherhood, um, the caring of the earth, um, being uh, even a wealth mindset, looking for abundance in our lives and not where things are lacking and falling apart. Because what happens is what we focus on increases. And, That's right. And it, do we really want that for the world, increased uh, pain versus increased prosperity, increased brotherhood and sisterhood? Um, I, I do think that is something we can actively do when, so, when we can see so many things out of our control. Yeah. And here's a quote from Eric Frome. The quest mm-hmm. for certainty blocks the search for meaning. Uncertainty mm-hmm. is the very condition to impel man to unfold his powers. Think about that. Beautiful. Love it. Love it. I'm going to have to get that from you. I uh, I love it. The quest for certainty. So, you know, we want it all certain, but it's going to block our sense of meaning because it's just all, we just want everything handed to us. Then where's the meaning? But when we don't have meaning and we're searching, that's where we come up with our creative powers. That's when you got creative after you went through your crises, Susan, right? That's when you really change things. It's absolutely true. It shakes you awake. I would say, you know, we get into the mundane of our lives with the going to work, the routines. Yeah, it's broken up with a few vacations and get-togethers. But we get into this uh, routine that can almost hypnotize us, much like just watching a TV show, (laughs) you know, binge-watching television or whatever it is. And so when we have this type of uh, event, world event or personal event, it shakes us into a, a new form of consciousness where we can choose um, to learn from it and grow from it and not go back to sleep. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if you look at all of this, I mean, where do we start? First of all, we need to accept this new normal. And it is a new normal. And again, it is grief. It is loss. Right? We need to focus on positive stories. We also need to focus on the facts. I think the problem with the news sometimes is, you know, you get facts and then you get hearsay and then you get opinion. So you want to focus on the facts. And here's something else that's so interesting. Here's an interesting fact. There is a 1 in 1.5 million chance of a child being abducted. There's a 1 in 3 chance of a child being obese. But you watch the media and you see the child being abducted and you quickly grab your child and want to hide them. Right? We, we, we need to keep this in perspective in terms of, of um, what we're hearing. I hear you. Yeah. It's, it's, and you know what's so great about this? These things can be verified. There are ways that we don't just have to take it from anyone's mouth, whether it's uh, on the media or anywhere. There are sources that can corroborate what's being said to us. And I find that really comforting for anybody who's disputing anything. It it makes me um, uh, really not worry as much and not cling into the fear of whatever is being told to me. Uh, And the other angle I love that I learned through uh, working with Mary Morrissey, and, and uh, she's the founder of Life Mastery Institute, which is now called Brave Thinking Institute. She's been doing this work for over 40 years, training other life coaches. And she talks about the truth never changes. Facts can change, mm. but, but the truth is the truth. And, yeah, mm. we can argue about the truth, but there is a truth. And I, I really love that, especially when we're facing adversity. 
Because what are we looking at? We are looking at facts. And, and the word circumstance is a perfect word to use there because a circum, right, is the circle, but we're standing in the middle looking at all this. It doesn't have to define who we are and what, um, what we need to respond to with fear. Like I had can you know that phrase, I have cancer, but cancer doesn't have me. That's what I'm talking right. about. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Very important. And, you know, I think, and, and part of that is really um, focusing on what you can control. That's part of what yeah. you're saying. You know, I mean, you can control how you think. You certainly can. And uh, there have been so many people who've been through adversity and they've gotten through it. Nelson Mandela. Right, Viktor Frankl, who was in the concentration oh, yeah. camp, but they couldn't take his mind away from him. You yeah. know, and Martin Beautiful. Luther King Jr., who went through, you know, the horses and the hoses and all of the things during during the riots and the acts. So, I mean, and they got through these things because they had such a strong belief and mission. So, and that's another thing people can do is create that mission statement. You know, what is that value for your life? What is that mission statement? What does that really that's mean? Perfect. Yeah, what, yeah. what you know, is it that it, gives my life meaning? Yeah, you know, it, it's interesting. I, I want to share this because this just, just came to me, but I think it's, it's interesting. I, I've been, I do a lot with mission statements, and, and they change. But my latest one has really been around comfort and ease and grace and just things coming easier, you know, without all that craziness and pushing. And, and so, and yeah. I've been aware of it, and as I say it, you know, you say it and you think, oh, it's really not sinking in. But it is sinking in because I'm watching when things come in to me and they seem too hard, right, or too much effort, or I'm spending more effort than I should. I'm saying, no, you know what? They want that. They can call me. Or you know what? I don't really have to do that right now. Where before yeah. I would like run. Oh, this might be an opportunity. Oh, whereas now <laughs> I'm looking at it, you know, a little differently. Like I'm valuing my time and my energy more. And, um, it, and, and when you do that, I think, um, I think it happens for you and things just start to flow a little bit easier. Very much. Yeah. And I want you to, I just want to add this one thing. And even today, you know, when my guest suddenly couldn't be on, I had 15 minutes and I said, you know what, this gives me an opportunity to share with the audience. And then I thought, well, who can I bring on with me that could add to this? So, Susan, like and you were the first person, and you were available. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. What no, were what you were say? saying, you're add uh, something. did I let you finish, Patricia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut Go you ahead. Off. Go ahead, because we've got a couple, a couple seconds left. Go ahead. Oh, good, good. Yeah, I was thinking about your ability to discern, whereas before you just jumped at it, jumped at it, jumped yes. through the hoop, jumped yes. through the hoop, and now you have this yes. discernment. You're checking in with yourself. And that's very much, uh, I just wrote a chapter about this uh, towards the end of my book on gratitude. And the practice of gratitude doesn't come naturally to a lot of people, especially if you were raised in the, ga- of the glass half empty <laughs> family. And so I start by recommending just, and you've, I'm sure your listeners have heard this before too, where you just get up in the morning and you write three to five things that you're grateful for. And this practice, if you continue it daily over, I, I'll say, eight weeks time, you start looking for things to be great. You just notice them. They, they don't even have to, like, think and write them down. You're just saying, wow, that's good. Look at that. Your, your eyes are trained to, to look for abundance, look for gratitude. And, and so you're, st- you're setting yourself up for a new mindset that's going to serve you going forward, just Absolutely. like you were talking about with your, you know, looking to work 
and live in ease. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. And on that note, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to talk more about how do we live and cope and, and survive and, and thrive, too, in these, in these trying times of COVID-19. And I will be with uh, my dear friend and colleague, Susan DiLorenzo, who is a life coach. And she also wrote a brand new book, and she's almost finished with it. And it's called Pulling the Gems from Adversity. Correct? Is that right? Correct. Thanks, Patricia. All right. And, yes. what, and what is your website, Susan? It's very simple. It's SusanDeLorenzo.com, S-U-S-A-N-D-E-L-O-R-E-N-Z-O.com. All right. We'll be right back right here on the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Get ready to go inside the lives of some of the top recording artists the music industry has known. Join host Troy Bronstein every week as he becomes a prince among queens. Troy discusses the careers and past, present, and future projects from these artists. And if there's time on each show, you just might hear some performance gems as well. Listen for Prince Among Queens every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Well, hello, everyone, and we are back, and I'm Patricia Raskin, and happily, I am hosting the show today, and we're talking about um, a topic that's near and dear to my heart, which is how can we be resilient, how can we bounce back, and how can we cope, particularly during these uncertain times of COVID. 
but I really love talking about empowerment. And I have the opportunity today. At the last minute, um, one of my guests couldn't come on. So here I am, and I give webinars um, all over the country, really, on this topic of how do we handle these uncertain times and how can we survive and also thrive. And also on with me is a dear friend and colleague, Susan DiLorenzo, who is the author of a book coming out, called Pulling the Gems from Adversity, which is a perfect topic for this topic. And she's mm-hmm. also a life coach. And you can log on to SusanDLorenzo.com. Welcome back, Susan. Hi, Patricia. Great to be with you. Yeah. All right. So here is a quote that I found. And you will love this, Susan. It's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. And when I give webinars, I often repeat it twice. Listen to this. I, and this is, this is from Anonymous, so we don't know who wrote this. He's a great person. (laughs) I can't control when or if something bad happens. It's out of my hands, and no amount of worrying will prevent it. But I can control how I will behave each day and how I take care of myself. Isn't that great? Yeah. You know, um, when I was going through cancer treatment, I kept a very similar saying, also by Anonymous, (laughs) at my desk. Worry drains today of its strengths and tomorrow of its possibilities. And that one was like say that, my say anchor. Say that again, Susan. Yes. Worry drains today of its strengths and tomorrow of its possibilities. Yeah. And yeah. that was my anchor. And I think, wow, isn't that really what we can hold on to right now, Patricia? Huh? That idea of not wasting that strength that we dearly need right now on worry and leaving ourselves open to very creative possibilities for the future of our world. Yeah. Let me say something about that, though. That's a great segue to this because there is something that does happen. It, It happens to me, and I know particularly during this time it probably happens to many of us, is when something happens and it just stuns you or it, it's a trigger for you, or I'll, I'll, I'll give an example. Let's say you saw something on the news, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, my God, you know, what if somebody's going to get sick? What if I lose them? Mm-hmm. And you get into this sort of irrational, but it triggers yeah. that in you. And yeah. what I've learned, because this happens to me, not with that particular, but other things will happen, or someone will say something, and I just go into this deep dive of, oh, I've lost this, or, oh, it's forever, or, you know, or I won't, I won't do this again, or something. And so what I do, and it's uncomfortable, is but I've learned, I, I sit with that feeling because it like brings me into this dark place for a minute and I sit with it and I just sit with it and I know what's happening and then I say, you know, how true is this? This really, this is a feeling I have right now and it was triggered by, and I go back to the trigger. And then once I can connect the trigger to it, then I know that, that it was that that was causing it and I sit with it and sometimes it takes me 5, 10, 15 minutes and I just let it pass and then it passes through Susan. Any comments about that? Yeah. You know what came up for me on that? It's like detective work. It's like detective work, isn't it, Patricia? Because you were interested, you were curious. You said, hmm, wow, this is not comfortable, but where the heck did this come from? And you were willing to let your mind or your experience in your body show you. And, and that is where you don't have to continue to live with it. It doesn't mean um, that this feeling won't come up for you again. It's that you're showing that it doesn't 
it, it doesn't get to rule you. Yeah. You're using it to educate yourself and move forward. And, and, and I will say, education. right, and I will say that that was not always the case for me. I mean, sometimes I could, it could be an hour or two, and then I would get into self-blame. But I don't do that anymore, and that is real growth. When you can do that, because that's where the test comes in. When those yeah. triggers hit you and you just go way down, it, that bouncing back, that's true resilience. It's not easy. And, and you, comes you from self-confidence. Yes. And, and so when we, many of us blame ourselves that we're not yeah. enough. We don't have the skills or whatever it is. Um, we, we don't, <laughs> yes, yeah, sometimes we blame our outer world, but then we go back and we hurt ourselves with uh, feeling badly about how we're responding or reacting. And, and, there's, and, and that can only last so long without taking us further down the rabbit hole. And what you're doing kind of is climbing out, out of the rabbit hole with a gem again. That is like a gem from adversity because you're pulling out some insight, some awareness that's going to serve you to move forward. Absolutely. And, um, and you know, when it's all over, and I will then kind of pat myself on the back a little bit. I mean, it's not fun to go through, Susan, because you feel awful. You know, and I remember when, I mean, someone said something and I was on the phone with someone else and I felt like I was losing my concentration. You know how you just, it's like you get numb. And I said yeah. to the person on the phone, I said, you know, I, I'm, I'm not focusing at my best right now like I usually am. And I said, I feel like I'm, you know, whatever. And she said, oh, it's fine. It's a Friday. I mean, she just wrote it off. She didn't know it the way mm. I did because I'm usually so very sort of focused and I was losing it, and I was, like, pausing, and <laughs> I was, like, throwing you was off. All, yeah, yeah it, was, it was really throwing me off, and, um, and, but I pulled back, and I think, I think this will happen even more during this crisis, because if you look at it, you look at those three major losses, right? Health would be one, relationships mm-hmm. is another, and finances. Those things are being tested right now during COVID, right? You could lose yeah. your house, Susan. You could lose your job and you could, yeah. you know, you might, you could lose a relationship either, either by somebody losing someone to illness or not seeing them or maybe, you know, living in such close quarters with them. <laughs> You're not sure you want to be there again. You know I mean? Right. So these things are really like right out front now. I mean, these, and, these are being tested. Right. And what does it cause us to ask ourselves, am I enough? Do I have enough? Do I have enough of an immune system? Do I have enough relationship skills to get through this? Do I have enough uh, money? You know, it's like everything uh, checks in on our personal resources where we can um, feel some sort of panic around that. And, uh, and that's where, you know, it's really important to do the work of knowing right. that, hey, right. whatever it is, I'm going to handle it. I so can let's handle talk it. Right, so let's talk about those. Let's talk about how we can handle it. One, focus on what you can control. You and I talked about that. Two, create a mission statement, which we also talked about. What is your purpose? What is your goal? Get involved. Get involved with someone, something that means something to you, right? And talk, but communicate. Listen with empathy. Get to know your family more. Have them tell you stories that you may never have heard because you were so busy before. So, you know, really bond. This is a time to connect and bond with those close to you. And laugh more. And build those relationships. Yeah. I mean, I've reunited yeah. with people I knew years ago. 
because of COVID. Me too. Everybody. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah. So yeah. I think those cool. are those are things. And another one is know what works for you, right? Like if you know something's going to make you anxious, don't do it unless you you know. And even yeah. if you have to, mod- modify it. Yeah. I mean, but know what know what the triggers are ahead of time. Now, if you're going to have yeah. to be in a difficult situation, think about it beforehand. What is it going to be like? What are they going to say? Are they going to aggravate me? Is it going to be safe? So that you can prepare. And, and most people will understand, Patricia. Most people know that there's a high intensity around our days right now. And we're cutting people breaks around these things. We're not um, expecting uh, them to show up, you know, perfectly stepping in line with what used to be when what used to be just can't play perfectly into what's happening now. So we give people a pass and and realize they're doing the best they can for what they have and what they know right now. If they could do better, they would. But in this moment, they're giving it all they've got. And it is triggering a lot of people who have anxiety in the first place, who have experienced trauma they are doing their very best and bravest to be out in the world the best they can. And I really think that's where you hear more and more these days about the importance of kindness, of taking the pause, refraining from saying something that's burning on your mouth, you know, right. that um, we can give people right. a pass these days right now. I want to I read a quote that I absolutely love, and I want you to think about this. This is really powerful. It's very much about what you talked about. It's about Mm -hmm. trusting. It's about giving people a pass. So listen to this quote. It's by Stephen Covey. If I make deposits into an emotional bank account with you through courtesy, kindness, honesty, and keeping my commitments to you, I build up a reserve. Your trust toward me becomes higher, and I can call upon that trust many times if I need to. I can even make mistakes, and that trust level, that emotional reserve, will compensate for it. My communication may not be clear, but you'll get my meaning anyway. You won't make me an offender for a word. When the trust account is high, communication is easy, instant, and effective. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that brilliant? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so concise, and uh, boy, you you can live into that, can't you? That's beautiful. Yeah, and the reason is because, for example, here's an example. Susan, you and I have known each other for a while, and we're really good friends. So if I were having a crappy day, or let's say I made a plan with you, and all of a sudden I couldn't make it, because you know me, you, would, you wouldn't say, oh, that Patricia, she's not reliable. <laughs> it's, you know, you would, you would make amends for that. I mean, you'd want to find out, but... I would have built that trust up. I think that's, or even if I that's said something right. that was weird, yeah. you might say, oh, she's having a bad day. That's not like I want to know you're okay. I'd invite you to, to share with me now or share with me later. Right. And I'd right. absolutely wish for your well-being and, and know that our friendship right. is more than a broken date, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Now, here are some other things because we've got about five minutes left. We want to sure. talk briefly about nutrition, exercise, and sleep. This is so important in self-care. And particularly, I want to just say in nutrition, it's important to reduce. I'm not saying eliminate, but limit your intake of caffeine, alcohol, and sugar. 
because it gives you Mm -hmm. that quick high, right? And that quick low, and that's not keeping you balanced. And right now, particularly during COVID, we need balance. So I think that's important. Exercise, I just want to say one thing, exercise is key. Not just because we want to look good or, you know, be in shape, Mm. but it's releasing those serotonin in our mind, those positive endorphins, those happy chemicals. And what it's doing is it's helping to create those new neural pathways in our brain so we can come up with those positive thoughts. So get out in nature, right? What makes you feel good? What gives you that high, that sort of, you know, runner's high? Nature. Uh, Some people love cooking, laughing, being with people you love, swimming, all of that. All good. Beautiful. Yeah. And finally, sleep. Sleep is... Underrated. Uh, yes. And, and not only the sleep, but your mindset. Before you, you're finally drifting away, bring into mind not what you're afraid of. Going to sleep with worry on your mind does not create a great awakening the next morning. You really want to give yourself peace beforehand. Maybe there's something you can read that's inspirational to you. You can put a vision in your mind of a beautiful moment in your life or something that you would love in the future to experience. And what you're doing is sealing it into your subconscious before you go off to sleep so you don't have to live in a, <laughs> a terrorized uh, situation that you do have some say in uh, before your head finally drifts off into that pillow. Yeah. And the other thing is, you know, if sound bothers you, you can get a, a, a sound machine. You can get a white noise machine. I mean, that's one thing. You can also, sometimes people have physical issues in breathing, whether it's sleep apnea or allergies or stuffiness. So see a medical professional, but the sleep part's important. And I just want to say in a few more minutes, let's talk about visualization and affirmations and relaxation techniques. That's what's going to help you pause, right, and breathe. And it actually, in stopping and just pausing, it, it almost like releases so you can bring more in, right? It's like, it's like releasing yeah. the old so you can bring in the new. So uh, look up, uh, you can always look up progressive relaxation, meditation techniques, uh, visualization. All of that is so helpful. So it makes such yeah. a difference. And being with Very people much. that you love too. Susan, Absolutely. what would you what would you say about all this in terms of sort of coping with uncertainty during this time? Yeah. What would be your closing thoughts? A very simple thing. When we're nervous, when we're worried, our breath gets very shallow. So taking deep, conscious breaths, and even that moment of you place your hand over your heart, because what it does is you take these deep, conscious breaths, it brings you back into the present moment. You're not lamenting the past. You're not worried about the future. You're right here, right now, taking good care of yourself with these deep, cleansing breaths. And, and finally, the idea of connecting and a divine connection. We're not going to call it anything. You, you don't need to. You're not making your heart beat on your own. You're not breathing yourself. You're being animated by life. Life has got your back. And, yeah, and so absolutely. learning to trust that is really a big thing. Thank you. Thank you. And breaking things down into manageable pieces, right, and assessing yeah. each piece. Yeah. Right, particularly now. True. Very much. And, you know, spending more time with your kids, letting them, you know, having those routines and boundaries so they have time to play, playing games with them, engaging with your family, have family meetings, connect, connect, connect. So, again, the five things are self care, make sure you're connecting and communicating, 
right? Those are important. Um, limiting the news, making sure you understand this is a new normal, and forgot the fifth one, but I had it. <laughs> but it's right. um, it's definitely, you know, definitely um, communicating and setting boundaries, and that's going to be yeah. really important. And, and modeling for your children, modeling for your children coping skills that, hey, you know, I am taking time out for myself. I am taking good care. We are talking about our feelings. We are getting out in nature. Um, mm-hmm. The kids love that. to see yep. that the parents are yep. trying to do it, too. Yeah. Yep. All right. Susan, thank you. It was wonderful. Thank you so much thank for being you on so the Thank you so much. Program. Great to be with you. In the last minute like this, it was a lot of fun. Thank you. Yeah. All right, stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, that wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. You can write to me, Patricia, at patriciaraskin.com. You can get a copy of my newsletter by writing to me. You can like me on Facebook at Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources. And if any of you want to do your own podcast or your own radio show, contact me. I can help you put that together because I've interviewed about 5,000 people in my work. I love doing that work. All right, until next time, remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.